Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another video game review. This is going to be for Warner Brothers Montreal's Gotham Knights, which is not the sequel to Batman Arkham Knight. I'm your host, Matthew. Uh, we'll start off spoiler-free, do some gameplay, talk some gameplay impressions, tell you my general thoughts on the game. And then um, I I'm going to mention characters that are in this game, but not sort of what happens to them in the spoiler section. Um goes without saying uh, of course th this isn't a Batman Arkham Knight game but this is a Batman focused game um, <clears throat> that does involve you know DC's characters and things like that uh, goes without saying of course yesterday which would, which would be Friday um, we did unfortunately have Kevin Conroy passing away um, it would feel a bit strange if I was to like the day after him passing away talk about a Batman Bat family centered focus game and not even mentioned Kevin Conroy, so that's what I'm doing. Um, we'll have some news uh, tomorrow on Gaming Talk that's also focused on uh, Kevin Conroy as well. So we'll talk about it like a bit more at that point. Um, Kevin Conroy isn't in this game. This is somebody else doing the the voice of of Bruce and Batman. Um, but uh, and this isn't like an, this isn't actually canon to Arkham Knight, so it's not the exact same series. But it is still a Batman video game, and of course, the voice of Batman and Bruce Wayne for so long in media, in entertainment. You know, obviously the animated series, all that kind of stuff, was the legendary Kevin Conroy. So rest in peace, Kevin. Uh, thank you for entertaining so many people, being a lovely, lovely, lovely person as well. From, I mean, I've ne I, I was never lucky enough to meet the guy myself, but um, yeah, uh, I heard that he's a lovely person. I've seen him talk, obviously, in interviews and stuff. Seems like a lovely, lovely person. So we've we've lost another legend, which is uh, which is a big, big shame. I've just looked up, just taking a pause there to look up the voice of Batman Bruce Wayne in this game is somebody called Michael Antonakos. Um, who isn't like a main character in this game, but obviously he's very. The story is very focused on the death, <clears throat> the particular death of uh, of Batman. Um, where should we go with this? Where should we start? Let's go with my general thoughts, impressions, and um, my, my the, the rating system and the numbered rating, all that type of stuff. Um, I'm gonna give this a seven out of ten, and just about give this a don't skip rating just about i just about would say that i liked this game um there were certainly things about this game that frustrated me things in this game that i did think were genuinely quite silly which i'll talk about in a, here in a bit um there is two structural issues which are which cause themselves problems that ended up deteriorating my experience and my fun with this game. Firstly, um, I think this game is too long. One of the reasons it's too long is there are too many villains in this game. Um, I'm just going to list them off here. I'm not going to say what happens to them, but I'm just going to list them off here. You've got Mr. Freeze, the Court of Owls. Penguin, Harley Quinn, Clayface, and Talia. I don't know how long I spent on this game. I would I would be shocked if it was less than 20 hours. There's also a side story thing which you can do with your particular character. Which, which for me, for my gameplay situation, 
I chose to play as Batgirl because that's just who I wanted to play as. I did experiment like on a stream, I think, and just uh, do one little sort of crime fight with each of the characters, and that was uh, kind of cool to do. Um, so yeah, I would just about give this a don't skip rating, and just about give it a seven, and just about say that I liked it. Like, if you would ask me in a general sense, Matt, do you like this game? I'm going to give you a very light yes. There's different tonal ways that you can say yes that you like something. I would just go, yeah, sure. It was, I I, I, I can look fondly kind of back on this game. Um, it certainly got its issues, but it isn't a terrible game. Even though some of the issues in this game are very problematic... Um, it didn't completely hurt my overall experience with the game. Uh, just in case you're not aware of our rating system, by the way, uh, for video games, uh, obviously you play them, you don't see them, we well, do see them, but you play them. Um, we've got strong must play, then must play, don't skip, which is what I'm giving this game, then a possible skip, skip, and then a hard skip. Uh, so those are, the si I think there's six, uh, those are the six different, um, tiers that we got the bare minimum of a don't skip is like this game is good and i likely recommend it that that's where this sits for me um i for for the first three to four missions there's eight in total for the story but there's also side missions um I was having a lot of fun. Um, once I get in, got into the skill tree and started earning some points and learning a bit more about the combat, I was having a good time. Um, there's something as well structurally that I don't understand about this game. and I, I don't understand the design choice. So what you have when you start, you have three main missions. You have the main story, which is mainly a Court of Owls League of... Um, uh, League of Shadows I must call them League of Legends League of Shadows, Court of Owls story That's kind of what the main story is about And you know, Rachel Ghoul and Talia and all that sort of stuff Then you've got A side quest which is Mr. Freeze And a side quest which is Harley Quinn Now when I think of DC's Or specifically Batman's Or the Bat Family's main villains I do not think of Harley Quinn As a side character Or Mr. Freeze I, I just, no. It, more so with Harley Quinn. I think Harley Quinn is a better character than Mr. Freeze. Harley Quinn is an iconic DC character at this point. Uh, Mr. Freeze is as well. The, the only difference with Mr. Freeze, apart from Batman, I think it was Arkham City, where you get the boss fight. He hasn't really been in much recently for DC stuff. Harley Quinn has. Obviously, she had a film a couple of years ago with the Birds of Prey. She uh, has got a TV show, you know, the animated one. She's been more in the spotlight than what Mr. Freeze has. But neither of them I would describe as side villains. The other side villains that you get... Penguin sort of is. Um, and Clayface is. Clayface, I would say, is a side villain for, for, for Batman stuff. He's not really been in the spotlight. Like, he's in that uh, Harley Quinn show as well. But it almost feels insulting to put Harley Quinn as, like, a side character... Because um, literally, if you if you bring up your quest tracker, her quest is not in the main story 
thread, I don't know if you have to actually do it to finish the game. Um, because because when you're going through missions one through eight, which is the main story thread, that's not where her n- none of her stuff comes up there. Um, neither does uh, Mister Freeze's. Penguins does, but what what I'm saying about Penguin is, um, he is like in in the narrative thread of this story, he's a side character to the Court of Owls. So I disagreed with that. Um, I un- I honestly think you've got like maybe three games worth of plot in here. Um. Because you could take, right, you've got Mr. Freeze, The Court, Penguin, Harley Quinn. Those are only four. You only sort of need, especially for a game like this, one main villain and one side villain. I, because you kind of have to go with The Court of Owls as as the main villains. Because they are part of, like, the main thread of what's going on. And Talia as well. Um, I don't know who the other one I would have chosen as. Um... But, like, if you were to combine, let's say, the Harley Quinn stuff and the Mr. Freeze storylines, that's one game. Um, especially with with some of the boss fights, like with um, Mr. Freeze, you fight him twice. Clayface, you fight him twice, kind of. Um, and Talia, you fight twice as well. Um, so, yeah. Um... So let, me, let me go through these characters and talk about... Because I've talked about kind of the general gameplay impressions and stuff. Um, I'll, I'll continue with that thread now, actually. I thought the combat was just about engaging enough until the uh, League of Assassins came around. I found those characters infuriating to fight against. I could beat them. It wasn't the case where they were too hard. Um... Seeing as they are the last parts of this game, I, again, I could beat them. I thought the game was going on too long, so I changed my difficulty from medium to very easy, just so I could just get through the, those, and there were, there were way too many instances with the court, with, um, with the league, where it's like, oh, here's another set of enemies, and another set of enemies, and another set of enemies, like, okay, you don't, you don't have to just, like, throw so much combat in my face, um, and again, the, the the combat was just about engaging enough. You know, you've got different things that you can use, all that type of stuff. Um, but that that really sort of dropped things down for me. Um, the other infuriating boss fight was the second one with Mr. Freeze. Because the first one with him I really liked, actually. I thought that was quite engaging. I, I, I thought... If you were to name any boss fight in this game... And point towards the ones that have the main villain that you're fighting and a couple of goons. I did not like that at all. I don't. I don't think. Like why? Like in in the second Mister Freeze fight, which is the one where you get um, other people that he's fighting with. Why would Mister Freeze even feel like he needs those other people there? He's got a massive like freeze ray gun type of thing that he can kill you with. Um, and he's in like a massive mech suit, like, and like dur- during his whole thing for the game, it's all about him. So why are there other goons in that fight? I I honestly did feel like so- some of the gameplay sections, whether it was the sort of like progress to the next part or certain boss fights, 
there was a bit of padding going on I thought and that did pull the experience down a little bit for me um the other boss fight kind of boss fight that I really didn't like was the um when you're in the Harley Quinn section and you have to defuse the bombs while beating up loads and loads and loads of enemies. I didn't think that, like, functionally, I didn't think that worked very well. Um, the boss fight with her, the actual one where, um... See, see, that's where it makes sense for her to have goons. Because part of her plotline, part of her narrative... Um, I don't think this is really spoilers. Um, is she's using a device to control people. Kind of. Um... I'm actually starting to wonder, like, okay, what what is there going to be for me to talk about in the spoiler section? I guess, like, the, the story reveals and things like that. I'm just talking about sort of boss fights at the moment. That actually makes sense because she's lit, that's literally part of what she's doing. Um, and you know that before you even get to that boss fight. So that actually made sense. And the, the reason that kind of worked a little bit better is your special moves, special abilities, actually worked pretty effectively against her. So you could kind of use the goons around her to build up your momentum meter whatever it was called and then use your special moves on her and it was an interesting kind of gameplay loop um so that was a pretty satisfying boss fight i also thought harley's story was was quite good as well but she should she should never ever be a side character i get that you know traditionally in story she is joker's sidekick but that's that's joker and harley like you can't go wrong with that anyway so that's that's a situation where that would make more sense but her not being in the main thread of a storyline I just totally disagree with like Harley Quinn is a main villain she's a main character of these stories especially the way the character's risen in popularity in the last what five ten years or so um so yeah um so Harley Quinn was good to fight against Mr. Freeze as I said I liked the, the first one um there is a villain that I'm not going to talk about yet who is more of a sort of oh that's your reveal type thing i actually didn't write them down in 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 the notes here but i've just remembered them um says all that um so yeah mr freeze i thought the boss fight there was 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 fine and that the second one was was fine the first one was quite good um talk about the court of owls this is where they try to go for some more horror related stuff um it's it's frustrating for me because the last sort of two missions of this game and the like earlier court mission I found the Talia court the Talia slash court of our storyline to be the least interesting thing in the game like Clayface's stuff I liked more Harley Quinn's I liked more Penguin I, I don't really like Penguin anyway as a character Mr. Freeze was interesting and Harley Quinn was 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 quite good um, I don't know, like, this, I, I have not really been a fan that much of, like, oh, Race is the one at the top, Talia is, like, second fiddle to him, and where does Batman stand in this, and Raish wants Batman to take over the throne, because, yet again, in our story, Raish is too old, and he's dying, and he's used Lazarus Pit for a billion times, and Talia does or does not agree with that, I... I'm starting to get a bit tired of that storyline, and they they do that again basically here. I mean, when it, whenever the League of um um the, the the League of Shadows, I almost keep forgetting the name. Whenever the League are involved in any stories, it's always Lazarus Pit, and you've got Jason in in this game. Obviously, you, you know, one of the Gotham Knights. 
his input on that is quite interesting obviously because he used the Lazarus pit because he got killed by Joker that's not a spoiler that's a that's literally in Jason's backstory Jason Todd as Red Hood his backstory um so that that made that a bit more interesting but I'm I'm a bit tired in Batman games or Batman focused games like use the league again use the league again use the league again because in this i was like oh clayface is here that's cool oh mr freezer's back that's cool i've not seen those characters f for a bit of time it's always good to see harley quinn um i almost felt like maybe if you changed the plot a little bit um and had the had the court of owls be a bit more interesting but not need to have the talia league stuff clinging onto it it it, it would have worked a bit better i thought so yeah, uh, again, very much a, a bit a bit, of a, a bit of a mixed bag. Uh, I've already said the ones that I do and don't like. Um, so, bit, move on to one of my, my one of my favourite parts of this game. Um, I have been saying for like last week or so, I said on last week's gaming talk that the story is the most interesting part. It was until I got to the end game Talia League stuff, and that's where it started to kind of get a bit a bit dragged out, a bit you know falling out of place falling apart that type of stuff so I was, I was liking the story before that um one of the best things about this game is the relation that the five character relationship or i guess six character relationship between batman alfred and then the gotham knight so you got barbara obviously as batgirl jason redhood tim drake i think it is as uh, robin and then dick grayson as nightwing and something I've mentioned in different things like films and TV and stuff, I like when characters actually talk about the history that they've been through and have it relate to what's going on in the story. With that note, that was perfectly done in this game. That was actually perfect. Um, I, I've seen a few people say like, okay, getting through the slog of the story and getting rewarded with those cutscenes or like when you go back to the Belfry and there's there's bits of dialogue between them all. That's the rewarding part. I fully agree with that. Um, even though, like I said, up, up to about mission 5 or 6, I was enjoying the story. And there was a bit of mystery to it and that sort of stuff. Um, but, yeah, w when you go like back to the Belfry or a any any conversations between the six of them, obviously with Batman, because, yes, Bruce Wayne is dead in this game. Um, any Any conversations between them and obviously you get like, you know, videos and voice notes and memos and things like that or, or, or you'd get like alfred will talk about like hey bruce said this and said that towards this and that and whatever and alfred would talk about his history with bruce like before before the gotham knights were sort of properly here that all of those scenes were really really good and really sort of precious and everything um because i don't know certainly in terms of games we've never had that interaction because we've not had all those characters in the game before um, not not in this sort of way anyway. Um, but this idea that like Batman slash Bruce was like okay with dying because he knew that the Gotham Knights were going to be there. Like that passing of the torch, I thought that worked really, really well. And um, the, the, on the only time I got a bit frustrated with that, and this is more of a my issue thing, is you know in games where you... you go into an area and like okay i have to click on this thing to progress the story whether it's opening a door interacting with something whatever and characters are having a dialogue and you think okay you're going to wait by that bottom button prompt and let them finish their dialogue 
there's a few occasions where I thought, oh, okay, the conversation's ended, and then I'd click on the thing, and like somebody would start a sentence, and it would get cut off. So I that that was that was a bit frustrating, but um, yeah, any any time you go back to the belfry, or you know, you're outside of it, because um, outside of the belfry, you get like over the overcomes dialogue between them. But uh, when you're back in the belfry, you get like actual full cutscenes and things like that. Um, I thought that worked really, really well with Barbara's story as well, to do with like Jim Gordon and everything else that's going on there. I thought that was very, very good. So that that was the best thing in this game, which was the the chemistry, the history, the relationship between the Gotham Knights, Alfred, and uh, the history with Bruce. I thought that was absolutely brilliant. Um, I, I I thought it was perfect. I thought it was perfectly well done. Um, and if we are going to get a Gotham Knights 2, which, yes, there's, there's a there's a sort of stinger near the end that can be like, hey, we can use this thing to set up a Gotham Knights 2, because obviously you do that. Um, I hope that I hope that they do this again in, in, in terms of like that uh, Gotham Knights history. There's even certain things in the Belfry that you can interact with that will trigger certain cutscenes and you get like you just get more of, of, of that really great stuff. Um so yeah, that was uh, that was absolutely brilliant. Um, I was gonna write down haptic feedback, but I didn't because there isn't any. <laughs> uh, the the only time I noticed any actual haptic feedback because I did play this on PS5 is there's a scene with there's a scene where you get a bit knocked out. That's all I'm gonna say. And um, Alfred brings you back to the Belfry at a certain point, and he tries to wake you up. That's that's basically all that happens. And as your character, as you're in first person view and you're regaining consciousness and all that, um, your your character's heart is beating very fast and you feel that through the controller. So why so much effort was put into that particular one, but like, I mean, you get little bits of vibrations and stuff like when you're grappling around. I wouldn't call it haptic feedback though. Um, or you get like bumps and bits and bobs when you're fighting or when you're... Uh, I didn't notice anything when I was gliding. Um, yeah, there was there wasn't really any haptic feedback, and I I for for future video game reviews or for, from now going forward, um, because that's something I'm so interested in. Um, I will make that its own separate category, which you would have already seen if you'd listened to my uh, like Last of Us one review, and obviously got like Call of Duty review recently. Where I talked about adaptive feedback, haptic triggers, um, but there's there's not really anything. There's no adaptive triggers in this game, um, so it uh, and again when when it comes to third party games, which this is that, I'm not really expecting it. But it's a nice surprise when it does happen. I mean, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two is a third party game, um, and that's got like full adaptive triggers, haptics and everything. Um but again when it comes to third party games, um I don't expect all of it. I'm gonna be playing God of War Ragnarok next, which is where I, I, I expect that to be in full effect. So we shall see. So there's nothing else to talk about with haptic feedback. Um but yeah the combat was fine, it was serviceable. Um like I said the interactions with the characters were really great. Um I think you can take some of these villains out of the game. Um, some of them didn't need to really be there, or could have been safe for other games. Um, so like the the, the court Talia stuff, that's a game. The Mister Freeze and Harley Quinn stuff put together, that's a full game. 
then uh, maybe at a stretch you could put Penguin and the Clayface stuff into a full game. So I, I just thought there was too much thrown at the wall in this game. Um, it lasted too long, I thought. Um, because even when I was doing the side stuff like with Harley Quinn or with Clayface or with Mr. Freeze, they felt like main story missions. Not the Clayface stuff, the Mr. Freeze and, and, and Harley Quinn. But they're not. They're not in the main story thread. So, yeah. But even with, like, some of the things that happen in the Mr. Freeze stuff, it's like, this really should be main plotline, but it it isn't. So, um, I'll give you one example. So, in, in, the, in the first ever time they showed off this game, the gameplay stuff, Mr. Freeze is doing this big freeze machine thing, and it's, like, really, really dangerous to Gotham. But it's not a main story. You'd think something like that would be, right? But it, it isn't. Um, or like Harley Quinn, yet again, attempting to break out of prison. That should be main storyline. Um, with what you've got with, like, Penguin, kind of, and especially with Clayface, that is side stuff. Um, and it plays out kind of that way. So, yeah. Anyway, um, there's other things like you know graphics weren't very good frame rates frame rate sorry struggled at times um th- th- this does pale in comparison to the Arkham Knight games but this is still just about good enough that I'd recommend it but it is going to have things that don't really work i tell you something that drove me absolutely crazy um or something that really really annoyed me with this game is the camera I could not see anything in the settings to change it, but there would be times where, like, I'm focusing on an enemy beating them up, and because another enemy is approaching me, my camera would be flipped round. It would, like, flip It It wouldn't, it just, I don't know, I kept fighting with the camera in this game, and I could not see any settings for, like, a free-flowing camera or... Like free roam cam, like anything like that, and it really bugged me a lot. Uh, so that wasn't very good. Um, certain attacks in this game are a bit cheap, like f- f- from the enemy. Like cer- certain things that, like, oh, quick, you have to escape from this, but you're definitely not kind of going to. Um, like there were certain times where an enemy would like shoot a rocket at me or shoot, and it would come up with like a red circle of like, hey, here's the area you need to dodge. But by the time that circle's come up, you're not getting out of that area. And that happened to me so many times in the Mr. Freeze fight. That happened so many times and it was infuriating. Um, There were points in the game where I felt like it wanted me to do the grapple move. Where you grapple him and then you pull yourself in and punch him. And then he'd shoot like a really um, short range rocket that would cover his area. And I could not escape from it. I also couldn't turn the camera around quickly enough. To point it at a grapple point and go back up. Um, so that was really, really annoying. So yeah. Um, I think that's my spoiler free thoughts. I don't really have anything else else have to say. I am happy-ish with this game. Definitely room for improvement. You, you don't need as many villains next time. If, if you're going to make a Gotham Knights 2. I don't know how well this game has sold or whatever. Obviously critically it wasn't well received at all. Um... We'll have to see what's going to happen in the future. There's certainly a sort of a stinger thing to set up. Like, hey, here's what we're going to do for Gotham Knights 2. So, 
we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Um, anyways, jump into a shortish spoiler section here in a minute. So I'll see you for that in a second. Today's sponsor is Manscaped. You can get 20% off with your order with Manscaped by using the promo code that we've got with them, which is ETALKUK. That's E-T-A-L-K. UK to get 20% off your order and free shipping with Manscaped. They sell various different men's grooming products from shavers, razors, ear and nose head trimmers, different clothes and deodorants. You don't even need to Google Manscaped themselves. You can click on the link in your show notes whether you're on a podcast player or the website uh, version of the episode and you can go and click on that link in the show notes. That's also got the promo code written in the show notes as well so you can either copy and paste the promo code ETALKUK, E-T-A-L-K-U-K. You can either copy and paste that into your show notes or type it in in the promo code box and click apply that will get you 20% off your order with manscaped and free shipping first hand quality professional with manscaped from their packaging to the items themselves even the way the items are stored in the packaging is very very first class very professional so no questions about manscaped's quality thanks very much to manscaped for sponsoring entertainment talks podcast and thank you very much for listening Hi there, if you're looking to get started with a website of your own and a domain name, we've got good news for you. With our affiliate link with Kualu, you can click on that link which is in your show notes, which is for our affiliate link. You can go over to Kualu to get started with your website and domain name today. They've also got a very handy chat support system, which is usually in the bottom right hand corner, to send messages back and forth to Kualu if you'd like to ask them for help to get started with your domain name and website today. So that's Kualu, and you can use them to get started with your website and domain name today. Thank you very much to Kualu for this affiliate link. Hi there, if you'd like to get rid of the ads in Entertainment Talks podcast and listen to the ad-free versions of our episodes, we've got good news for you there as well. You can subscribe to Entertainment Talk at either the $5 level tier or $10 level tier. The $5 level tier will get you access to all of Entertainment Talk's previous ad-free podcasts and the future ad-free podcasts that we make in the month that you're subscribed for. If you also subscribe to us at the $10 level tier, that will get you that benefit that I've just mentioned, and it'll also grant you access to request a review for two episodes of a TV show and a general discussion on that show, or a film review of your choice. So if if there's a TV show out there or a film that we've not covered perhaps and you'd like our opinion on it, we can watch two episodes of that TV show or film review. So it's one of either of those per month. Of course, if you continue subscribing each month, you can pick a TV show, then a film the next month and so on and so forth. This is a great way to support Entertainment Talk, get your ad-free podcasts and also get some reviews of your choice. Thank you very much for supporting us and thank you for listening. Back to the show. Alright, let's get into the spoiler section. If you don't want to know what happens in Gotham Knights, you're going to want to leave now. You can click the podcast off, press back, press the homepage, mute it, take your earphones out, do whatever. You might be driving, you might be carrying bags or shopping, you might be, I don't know, you might be doing anything. You might be washing up, your hands might be wet and you can't press the pause button. Uh, So this is your chance to click the episode off. If you are indeed concerned about the spoilers for Gotham Knights, or if you're curious just to see what happens in the story, um... Yeah, I'm going to get into the spoilers section. Now, uh, so, um, what do I want to jump to first? Uh, let, let's jump to my, my highlight of the ending. Which is not to do with the Talia in the league. I really didn't care less about that at the end. <laughs> um, the Batman scene at the end. How you actually activate this, by the way, in case some of you didn't. Um, 
is once you finish the main story, you go back to the Belfry, and you'll notice by the Batman Memorial thing, there's a new photo that's been put up. If you go over to it and inspect it, it will play a cutscene out for you. Um, this is a cutscene where it's Batman sitting by the Batcomputer, and you've got, um, Alfred's not actually there, but you've got the other four Gotham Knights that, that are there. And they're all having a chat about, like, um, he's done loads and loads of different takes, loads of different, uh, filming of him doing a sort of, hey, if I die type of video. And obviously we know from the start that he gets the one that he wants in the end. Um, I swear he's in a different type of Batman suit in, in this scene, but I don't know. Um... This was, uh, that was really, really good. Um, it was, again, Alfred being like, hey, Bruce, I made you dinner, and did, does he ever eat it, or whatever, and there's little jokes from Bar- uh, from Barbara of like, hey, if if you don't come and eat dinner with us, one of those takes is going to have to be like, you know, if I die from starvation, and, and that type of stuff. So I thought that was, I thought that was all really, really good. Um, and then you've got, like, you know, Jason says to him about, like, hey, if you want any, if you want to talk about, like, dying, and what what that's all about, you can, <laughs> you can talk to me. Uh, so I thought that was uh, that was really really good. That was a, that was a nice way to uh, cap off that sort of Batman story part of the game as well. Um, so that was really really good. Um, the the thing I didn't quite see coming but should have is the fact that like okay Talia because Talia had two secret weapons technically right. One of which being Manbat, which I really liked the reveal of that. I thought that was quite good. He was or it was. It was a uh, very um, fun boss fight to, to do. Uh, like I found the grappling to be good with that, and the punching and the combos, and the, the timing and all the fight to be really good. So that was great. And obviously you fight three of them afterwards because they've kind of escaped. So that was pretty good. Um, but when you get to um, the actual boss fight with Talia, because y- y- you know, you know that the final boss fight, okay, it's not going to be this fight with Bruce, it's going to be some sort of fight with Talia. By the end of the story. Because where else would this game go? Um, so even though it was predictable. It still kind of made sense. Um, and then it's like. Oh you're going to fight Bruce. And try and get him to come back around. Because his mind's been manipulated. Because Lazarus Pit and all that sort of stuff. So cool. That was fine. Um, then you fight Talia twice. Because why not? Um, because she's so powerful. And because you know. Even though you've beaten her up once, she can just like recharge herself. Um, yeah, I I was getting I was getting a bit nervous towards the end of this game because I was like, okay, th- this whole league court combined thing because I didn't mind the court stuff on its own. It was fine. It could have been better. Um, but the whole linking it to Tar, I I just it just didn't interest me really. Um, and then when it was like, oh, we got, like, a new face of the, a new voice of the court, and I was like, don't make me fight any more court people, please don't make me, don't get me to do that again, and then, like, she sends a wave of energy and knocks them back, and they're all knocked out for a boss fight, so you can do another boss fight, and it's like, why are you making me, at least with the Mr. Free stuff, it was like, okay, you got caught. He assembled a team within the prison, the regulators, whatever they were called. He escaped, and he was in a it was in a different suit. That at least is okay. But Tyler just being like, "Nope, you've not defeated me. I'm going to use the burst of energy, and you're going to fight me again because you're going to." That that's where I started to feel that there was areas like that. 
and even the lead up to that fight, I was like, okay, why am I making, why am I doing so much moving through this cave, like, why is there so much here, and then like, oh, here's another four league members, oh, you got through that, here's another four of them, you got through that, here's another bunch of them, you got through that, and it was like, I I know you're gonna get me to the boss fight to Talia, can you, like, it, I, I don't know why the, the devs felt so much of a need in, in lots of different ways, both with boss fights and with general gameplay, to pad this game out so much. And not all of it was filler. I, I, I wouldn't use the word filler, I would just use padding. Because when you get to the good parts of it, like, like some of the other boss fights that I've already mentioned, those are relatively good, some of them are anyway. But the lead up to them and like, okay, you're going to go through this cave for like 20 minutes, whatever it is. Um, but you know, you know, Tully is on the other on the other end, because um, the, the the bit where you use your batarang and you get some of the, the ledge parts down, I thought that was kind of interesting. It was a little bit different, um, so that was good. And then you get there, and Batman's been manipulated, and or Bruce has been manipulated. So yeah, um, bit of a shame that he had to die twice. Although is he dead? You know, comic books, DC. Is anyone ever really properly dead? Um, because uh, I'm assuming with the second death that he's actually like his body was exploded. Um, that's what at least it looked like. But we'll see. Um, I I, I would guess in in a Gotham Knights two he'll probably pop up again. So, um, who knows? Uh, so that was that. Um, I tell you something they didn't do enough. Something I actually quite thought was interesting, and they didn't do it enough. The uh bike chase scene with Clayface. I thought that was like, oh, okay, I'm actually, an enemy is trying to escape somewhere and I'm actually chasing them on the bat cycle. Because once I'd got on the glider and I'd like started grappling around, I didn't use the bat cycle. I just, I knew it was there, I just didn't need to use it. Um, but like, okay, you're not quick, you're not going to be quick enough, you're not going to be quick enough by gliding or by grappling. Um, so we're going to use the bat cycle. Why didn't you use that more? That That was like... A bit, a bit more variety in the gameplay, you know. So there was little sparks of like, why don't you do another chase sequence? Why don't you have me, I don't know, build build a set or something where I'm where I'm on, on the bat cycle because the controls for it were pretty good and all that. Like they, they were alright. Um, and as soon as the because like Clayface gets up or whatever it is, because like, okay, this this boss fight was clearly too easy. Like that's not obviously not the end. And you get up from it, and Alfred's like, hey, you need to get out of there right now. And I was like, okay, so it's not another fist, fist-to-fist fight. And then he's like, I'm calling the bat cycle over to you, and it just sort of appears out of thin air. Uh, <laughs> and then you get on it, and you start riding. I was like, oh, this is this is interesting, this is different, I like this, there's a bit of variety. Instead of just go to location, beat boss up, move on, story, go to boss location, beat them up, move on. It was a, it was a bit different. Um... And you actually had to use a little bit of strategy and you had to stop a few times and like turn corners properly and stuff. And th- there was occasions where I was getting caught and I was like, okay, I clearly should have slowed down a bit there or, or turned there. And it was it was my fault. The, 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 the other thing I don't really get in terms of mechanics for the bat cycle, why was there a ranged attack option? Because you can throw a batarang like two meters in front of you and then it just flops to the floor. You never use that once in the game. You you never use it once in the entire game. Like the other mechanics is to like, okay, you can jump off and grapple to a building and then boost yourself off from there. That makes sense. 
But if you're going to give me, like, not really combat options, because I, I was looking at that in the Clayface fight, or when I would very rarely be chasing vehicles, and the long-range Batarang did nothing. <laughs> it wasn't, like, yeah. Um, I remember there was one crime thing that I stopped, and it was like, you got to chase this vehicle. I was like, okay, this is different, this is interesting. But no, you don't use the Batarang to stop the car or grapple, you just pull up next to the van you pull the driver out and you you move on um so i did not understand why there was a ranged attack option like literally if you take that out of the game it doesn't make any difference <laughs> so yeah um but no the clay face fight i thought was was pretty good um with with the bike chase and stuff which um in comparison when you're chasing talia after she shot jacob kane and like you're you're really awkwardly grappling, and like Talia's waiting for you, and I was like, okay, this is like not, uh, yeah, okay, all right, like I'm I'm grappling after her, and there was a point where she was jumping, like from from obviously from point to point, but past the bridge, and I was like, okay, I've run out of grapple points, so I like called my bat cycle, jumped on it, and tried to drive past, and she's waiting there for a good thirty seconds from me. Um, it's a good thing that mission wasn't based on her getting away because i don't know that anybody would do that <laughs> yeah um because one thing i noticed in i remember in batman arkham knight you can upgrade to a point where if you grapple towards a point you can press i think it was x three times and you get a bigger boost with this you grapple to a point you press x to jump and you just do a little hop <laughs> like it, it doesn't give you when i was grappling and gliding i really struggled to gain proper momentum and even with the classic trick of like nose dive and boost yourself back up it didn't really have the same sort of effect oh that was the other thing i forgot to mention um why on earth do you need to unlock batgirl's like glider cape i understand a bit more the fast travel points because of the drones and things like that that that's an interesting decent little side quest with lucius and it involves another gar- another character with dialogue but why did I have to stop like 50 crimes or whatever it was and interrogate a bunch of people um, just so I could get a glider when she's already got a cape on? Like, that just. And she doesn't do anything. To, like, you don't, you, don't, you don't craft it, do you? Like, with, with your melee weapons and your suit and your batarangs, obviously for me with, with Batgirl, it makes sense that, okay, if you want to craft better gear, you've got to earn the stuff and then do it. That makes sense. You do 50 crimes or whatever, you defeat, I think it's three mini-bosses, and then you go to Batman's memorial thing, you look at it, she does something on her tablet, and then you just have it. And it's like, why, did, what, why, why? Because um, I remember when I started the game and I was like, wait a minute, I can't glide, am I pressing the wrong button? Um, but no, you just don't have the glider at the start. Because there's a, I think it's called Knighthood or, or something like that. Um, and that's, that's how you unlock traversal with the different characters. Um, I thought that was honestly kind of stupid, <laughs> so. Anyway, um, that's, that's Gotham Knights. It was okay. I just about liked it. I had fun. I had fun for about the first half of this game, and then you got some infuriating stuff. Um, so yeah, it was alright. I know it sounds like I disliked it, but I didn't. I, I just about liked it. I thought it was good ish um 
it it definitely could have could could have been better. Could have been worse though. I I still do stick by what I said last week on gaming talk that in terms of other comic book you know Marvel DC games, this is better than the Avengers game. Not I mean that's quite a low bar, but it's still it's better than one of the other games. So it's uh, it's better than that at least, which is which is good. So. Anyway, I'm going to wrap it up there. Um, I think I've talked about pretty much everything. I, th- I did talk about Man Bat, didn't I? I'm just looking at my notes because I didn't write it in, in my notes. Um, Man Bat. So, yeah, that's my thoughts. Anyway, if you've got any thoughts, feelings, questions, comments, was there any stuff you did or didn't like about this game? Um, what do you think they could do for the sequel? Certainly, right, if you're going to do a sequel, don't put... Let me count again. Mr. Freeze. Wait. One, two, three, four, five, six villains. <laughs> We've got Mr. Freeze, the court, Penguin, Harley, Quinn, uh, Clayface, Talia. Don't put six villains in your game next time. Have the side quests actually be side quests, not Harley Quinn stories. Um, pick two main villains, which we know like Talia is probably going to be there still, which is annoying. Um, and then... I don't know, do you want to bring Joker into the story? That might be interesting. A Deathstroke might be good. Um, doing like a Deathstroke Court of Owls. Because Batgirl at the end of this game, at least in my game, said like, oh, the, the court's still kind of out there, sort of. Um, doing like a Deathstroke Court of Owls Talia game might be might be quite good might be pretty good as long as deathstrokes attacks or if he has any minions they're not as infuriating and ridiculous as what the league does when they like hop around you constantly um especially that talia fight that talia fight was stupid at the end like i get that she's got abilities and stuff but what sort of boss jumps around that much like come on uh anyway that's my thoughts feelings questions comment all that sort of stuff uh matthew at entertainment talk.org twitter etalk uk's contact page information in your show notes email box on the website version of the episode clickable email name in your show notes as well um yeah that's my thoughts on gotham Knights. my next game review which i'm literally going to be starting like what once i post this review i'm going to be starting god of war ragnarok um which i i think is going to be better than gotham knights but i don't know that for sure but we'll see how that goes uh that'll be my next video game review and then after that we'll see we'll see what uh what i end up playing uh but look out for uh, god of war ragnarok next um in terms of obviously other comic book stuff um i didn't get around to seeing black panther today i will not have time to do that tomorrow because obviously the film is very long there's other things going on as well so i just ended up looking at this weekend as like okay get gotham knights finished uh last football game of the year to watch and then i can have i can have a clearer path to like you know properly get to uh black panther and everything so i'll be doing that hopefully next weekend because there will be no football or anything next weekend so That'll be good. Uh, but anyway, that's just some updates for that. Um, entertainmenttalk.org, podcast platforms, entertainment talk, TV, games, films, main eye podcast. Take a look out for all that that we're doing. Um, you can tell other people about what we're doing, where they can find it. Entertainmenttalk.org, po- podcast platforms, word of mouth or social media. Patreon, $5, $10 level tiers for the free podcast review options. Have a look out for that as well if you'd like to. Um, TV and film news, geektown.co.uk, geektown radio. I don't know what David's doing with geektown radio at the moment, but it will be back at some point, obviously. Uh, renewals, cancellations, pickups, air dates over there, geektown radio, geektown.co.uk, run by David. Twitch, if you want some content over on Twitch, I'm sure I'll stream Cod War Ragnarok at some point. Uh, but if you want to find 
Bex over on Twitch, Trista B-Y-T-E-S. You can find her on other platforms as well. Classic, retro, and game chat streams, all that sort of stuff. Uh, me, Twitch, eTalk UK, and YouTube Entertainment Talk Players. I'm trying to... Uh, Trying to sort of experiment with streaming on YouTube and with Twitch. Uh, so Entertainment Talk Plays on YouTube, Twitch, eTalk UK. All of it will end up on YouTube, which is Entertainment Talk Plays. So the game clips, archive, streams, all that sort of stuff. Obviously, if I do any live streams on YouTube, they'll be there anyway. That's it. Thanks very much for listening. And uh, we'll see what, I guess, next DC game is uh, that Suicide Squad game, isn't it? So we'll see what that ends up being like. Anyway, thanks for listening. And I'll see you next time. Goodbye.